home is probably your biggest asset. As lifestyles change, your environment needs to change too. Welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment with Laura Minnep. Laura has nearly two decades of lifestyle consulting experience. She can help you improve your living situation and help maximize your home value when the time comes to move along to the next phase of your life. Now, here is your host, Laura Minna. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. You know, when we are going through the different stages of our lives and not feeling quite right with the world, with no medical or physical reason, we look for answers on other levels. My guest today is Kara Gallagher, an environmental healing expert combines the ancient wisdom of feng shui, the philosophies of Reiki, and the principles of wabi-sabi, yes I said wabi-sabi, to help people transform their existing surroundings. By utilizing these tools, removing clutter, rearranging furniture, and balancing the natural elements, she can alter the environment's energy. As a Reiki master, Kara uses the energy in nature to balance and heal. Kara uses wabi-sabi by repurposing existing furnishings to save money and to limit one's carbon footprint. By applying these principles, she creates homes that will increase your prosperity, balance energy, and help fulfill your life's purpose. Boy, doesn't that just sound ideal. We will talk to Kara and learn how you can enhance your well-being, maximize your home's market value, and be happy as you journey on your path through the stages of your life. Our show today is How to Be in Harmony and Well-Being with Your Environment. I'm sure our conversation will definitely, of course, as always, spark many questions and additional discussion points from our listeners We want to hear from you. Please feel free to call us at 1-866-613-1612 or email laura at lauraminnev.com, L-A-U-R-A-M-I-N-E-F-F.com. Before I turn the microphone over to Cara, I would like to give a brief summary and introduction to Cara Gallagher, Certified Feng Shui Consultant. Making feng shui comfortable, not complicated. Kara Gallagher is a certified feng shui consultant from the Grace, Graced Space School of Feng Shui with her master, Anne Stevens. She has studied feng shui for over 15 years and has conducted consultations for business and residential clients. She has given presentations at various places, including Polaris Career Center, Lakewood Public Library, and LifeWorks of Southwest General Hospital. Carr was featured in the Sunstar Courier, lovetoknowfengshui.com, Cleveland Examiner, and featured on a national radio, It's Your Biz with Susan Solovic radio show. Kara is a Usui Reiki master and has practiced, I practiced that word by the way, and practiced for Reiki for over 10 years. Additionally, she has studied wabi-sabi. This is specializing in the environment, environmental benefits of this Japanese design aesthetic. Kara practices these modalities and resides in Cleveland, Ohio with her husband, Tom. So here is a big welcome to Kara Gallagher. Kara, it is so good to have you here today. Thank, Kara, go ahead. Thank you for having me, Laura. 
Oh, absolutely. Kara, let's start our discussion today by having you share with us the capabilities of your talents as an environmental healing expert and how you select when to use feng shui, reiki, and the principles of wabi-sabi. And I know that's a, we just, that's a huge, huge area. Um, well, how I, I use all three of them. I try to use all three of them um, in a daily basis, um, on a daily basis. And when I'm working with my um, clients, and I like to use the principles of feng shui and uh, reiki and wabi-sabi and combine them all um, into one package. And that's what I try to do is just be a little bit different. There's a lot of people that do feng shui and some people who do reiki. Um, not too many people who are know about wabi-sabi, but what I <laughs> try to do is combine all three of them. And um, so I can make make their experience and their consultation a little bit better and enriching them. Um, using the principles of feng shui, um, going in their homes, um, you know, using the ancient principles of, um, you know, what we practiced um, thousands of years ago and applying them in, into their spaces um, today. And then Reiki, um, a lot of people think of it as a hands-on modality, a healing modality. Where okay. You heal someone's body. But you can also um, heal environments. You can heal your food, your water, plants. So what I do is I like to send Reiki before I go on a consultation. And I um, kind of get the energy, uh, neutralize the energy. So when I'm there with my client, they're open and receptive to my su- suggestions. And then wabi-sabi is kind of easy. Um, it's the way we repurpose or we use um, items that are already in their home. And I love that. I do too. It's, I call it shopping in your own home. Oh, perfect. And so it's nice <laughs> to know that we can use the things that we already have and we don't have to go out and buy something new and just um, go from there and kind of um, tap into what, what um, what's around our own home and our own spaces. Cara, this is a really big topic. It really is. And you had mentioned, and of course, these practices are thousands of years old. But we here, I'm going to say, you know, we we Americans, <laughs> we have really developed some walls of much statue type of learning where we don't always open ourselves up to the thought process of letting simplicity of the movement of energy, which is around us scientifically. It is around everything we are involved in. The table, our bodies, our physical homes, our mental well-being. That energy, that movement of energy, it is, and we cannot deny it, is everywhere. But we are finally, I think, as a society here, ready to have the courage to open up some of these doors, to listen to people like yourself who have connected. You've made this amazing connection. And I know there's a personal story there as well, but allowing you with that connection to share it, and and I'm so excited to have you here. I don't know what our listeners will take from this conversation, but if anything, it will possibly, I'm hoping, open their ideas and their minds, again, subsiding the fear of what it is that we're about to journey into as we grow older and take these next steps into our life 
and embrace them with enthusiasm and excitement. And that's what you allow us to open up, those channels. Exactly, exactly. And feng shui is natural, and we were discussing this early. It's our instinct. It's what we feel. It's how when we walk into a particular location, um, and it's those feelings that we get. And what we try to do is tap into the positive. So if we feel good in a situation, why do we feel good? And let's replicate that. If we don't feel good, then why don't we feel good? And let's remove the obstacles or the barriers that might be causing our energy. So it's everyone has this ability and we it's out there. And like you're saying, it's ancient philosophy. It's been around, um, but we're just not practicing it. We're not opening our minds up to it. And so the more we open um, our minds up to it and the more we tune into it, the easier it becomes. And I always tell my clients, if you just get one thing, um, you know, take away one thing or one tip, um, that's a starting point. Start there and grow from that, that point, um, you know, and then it'll build on other points and keep uh, keep continuing. I think the interesting part is, Kara, is that most people don't realize they probably fit, practice feng shui in their life every day. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and they don't realize it. And once they learn it and they say, oh, well, that's what I do. Right. <laughs> oh. oh, right. I'm doing that. It's kind I'm of like an awakening. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I know that in my practice, so I am a design consultant and I am really focusing on enhancing people's environment as we grow older to increase their well-being and again, enjoy and look forward to and I love the word embrace the next step in our life, the adventure of our life. We'll call it a bucket list, whatever we want to call it. But I believe that the most important part, and we're going to um, come back to this topic again, is shedding, letting go, and allowing ourselves this energy and enjoyment to happen. And again, I think a lot of people don't know how to tune into that. And that's where I think, Kara. and when we come back, like I said, I want to talk about it. How do you do that for people? How do you open up those doors so that they can enjoy, like I said, the next part of their life? Okay. Well, I know this feels like we've only been talking for a few minutes, but we're actually ready for a break. And when we come back, again, we want to talk about how we're going to open the doors, eliminate the stress. And I want to get a little bit more about this Japanese design aesthetics being effective in the Western world with this wabi-sabi. We'll be right back with Kara Gallagher. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you is your mind and spirit in sync are you open to enhancing your way of thinking and creating ease in decision making are you ready to move past your blocks and create real lasting results are you ready for a mindset reset each week you will learn proven mindset reset practices you can put into use immediately to change your life and start a whole new way of thinking 
Start by tuning in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Women's Channel. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Voice America Women, your passion starts here. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. We are here today talking with my very enlightening guest, Kara Gallagher, Certified Feng Shui Consultant, making feng shui comfortable, not complicated. All right, Kara, right before we took the break, we were just about to enter into this Japanese wabi-sabi concept of design aesthetics being effective in this, we're going to say, Western part of the world, although I think it applies to every part of the world. Exactly. And wabi-sabi is an ancient Japanese design aesthetic, and it was born out of um, the formality of the Chinese tea ceremonies and the Japanese had a rebellion and said they didn't like the formality and they wanted to get back to what was base or what was important and what was important was um, preparing the tea spending time together and connecting um, practicing in the moment the zen of the moment and so that's where wabi-sabi was born and it's about 800 years old Um, it's not as old as feng shui or reiki but it's you know still um, ancient (laughs) it's still I'll I'll give it that yeah Yeah. it's still called old (laughs) But what's nice is um, wabi-sabi is just simple ideals that can be applied to our homes today um, to make our homes more holistic, more environmentally friendly. Um, What wabi-sabi teaches us is to use less um, and use what we have and to appreciate the items that we do have in our homes. Um, It's a way we can recycle, uh, uh, reuse, um, upcycle things. Um, And that's really popular today, and we see that a lot in the green movement and protecting our environment. And this is a great way, instead of going out and buying something new, is just maybe taking something old and reusing it or repurposing it. Find a new place for it. You know, maybe we always had our dresser in the uh, guest room and it always stayed there, but it, f- it finds a new home in the front hallway and a great place to put, you know, store items. And so it's simple things like that that we don't think of that we can, you know, keep repurposing and reusing. So we learn to appreciate the items that we have in our home and um, it teaches us to, you know, to live a more simplistic uh, lifestyle. And when we are more simplistic, um, it's a little bit more calmer. There's more harmonious. Um, we're not so stressed out. We're not so over um, overstrung, you know, like worried about so much stuff is um, less is better you know, taking some things out and having that space. Um, empty spaces are okay. We don't have to cover every corner of the wall or, you know, every uh, piece on the mantle. You know, we can have some empty places and um, some empty things. And so when we do that, we clear our heads too. 
and we have a, a simpler um, a mind, an easier mind of thinking, and we remain uh, remember things and we retain information. So that's important when we're getting older and we talk about our memory and not remembering things. Um, it's nice to have a clean, crisp environment where we can retain the information that we've learned and to hold on to it. Keeping it simple, simplifying our lives, shedding. We, I, I practice that as a design consultant. The number one thing it, when I walk into a home is where are you at in your life? And we all, we, we're used to that word luggage or baggage. But the truth is, is that it's really more habitual. This table has sat here for 10 years. It's where I put my keys. I walk in my door. This is where I put my keys. Interestingly enough, that puts us in almost a pigeonhole of the same routine over and over again, mm-hmm. doesn't it? So we don't really have that expansion. We are not allowing ourselves to go and walk through the next part of our journey. And, you know, um, I, I actually am a real estate agent also, <laughs> but I used to, and I told this story in one of the shows earlier, but I would go, I would have, I would always hold an open house. People always, it seemed, apologized for their home. You know, it's not what they, you know, want it to be. They never got a chance to remodel the kitchen. They didn't get a chance to, you know, shampoo the carpet. They didn't get a chance to, you know, put away all the newspapers. You know, they didn't get a chance to declutter. And I always said to them, you know what? No worries. You go and find something enjoyable to do for the next two hours. You know, Cara, I'd be in that home. And in two hours, I always brought with me also a frozen pumpkin pie. And if I was in a jam, I would bring some cinnamon bread. But I wanted them to have an experience of knowing how beautiful and wonderful their current home was. And the things that they have become part of their life, those objects truly were most most definitely part of their destination. So anyway, I would send them away. I would rearrange their furniture, and I always asked them, please leave me a cup of some boxes. Now, I don't have any personal attachment to anything in their home, so here I am. I would go around, and I would, what, declutter. Clear, clear things out. <laughs> clear things out. out. Right. And I would, what would I do? I would rearrange their furniture, and by golly, how many of of us we're so used to squares, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Square sofa, square TV, square fireplace, square window, square room, square rug. Well, I would throw a couple of these things on diagonals. I would move them. I love. You're absolutely right. That dresser. You know what? That makes a great hall entry. You know. Um, cabinet exactly. and it holds gloves and mittens and right, right. <laughs> it has a nice purpose and yeah. guess what that big huge walk-in closet you don't need a dresser on the outside of in the bedroom it, it's so funny though we we get so custom these habits you know by the time I was done I would have made the correct I would put the lamps in the correct areas Cara so that and I would turn them all on even if it was daylight I would turn them on mm-hmm. create the atmosphere pop that pumpkin pie in the oven the frozen pumpkin pie by the way <laughs> frozen pumpkin pie in the oven, and I would have begun the decluttering and packing for them. And they would come home and they would say, oh my gosh, okay. And now remember, I was in real estate, you know. They would say, 
uh, we don't we don't want to move. I, exactly. <laughs> I love my house. No, right. no I love my right. house. Yeah, I want to stay. But it's all your stuff. Right. You, you should love it. Yeah. <laughs> it is you. Exactly. It is an expression of you. But moving it around, including in our own house of our body, mm-hmm. moving and changing our food habits. Mm-hmm. Same idea, correct? Exactly. And what you did was feng shui. Those are the principles of feng shui. First of all, cluttering, decluttering is um, the first thing we tell people in feng shui. And some have referred to it as instant feng shui. Once you clear out the clutter, you have moved the energy out and got the fresh energy in. So that's the first step and the easiest step is just to remove something, even if it is the stack of newspapers off the coffee table. Just removing that makes the living room look so much nicer. You say easier, but you no, Kara, I'm going to challenge you on that. I think that it takes someone like you to help us be, have the courage to make those changes of and helping us letting go. I really think that it is a challenge for most people. And they don't, Kara, they don't know where to begin. How do you help them? Where do you begin? How do you help them? Well, I start by t- uh, explaining to them how important our homes are. And our homes are our base. It's our anchor. This is where we feel most comfortable. And we should have a place where we feel like we can go to get away, where we can rest. Um, And think about the lives that we live. We're very hurried, rushed all over, stressed out. Where do we go to find that rest and um, restore our bodies um, and our, you know, our minds? And it's our home. And our home should be a reflection of ourselves. It should be a reflection of our personality. And so just like you say, we're holding on to a table that we may not like anymore. Why? Why? Start to look at what your interests are. And as we age and as we grow, our minds grow and our tastes change and our our styles change. And there's nothing wrong with that as we go out in the world and we visit different places and we um, see different, you know, let's say venues and plays and shows. um, Ideas and inspiration come to us. And that's what we should be changing and growing as we age. And there's nothing wrong with that. And changing things up, bringing something in new and not just holding on to it because we had it all the time. You know, it's interesting. I find that when I, as you say, I'm practicing feng shui, um, I have this maybe innate ability to feel people where they're, where they need to or help them get to that next step of their life. But you know what's interesting? Those simple changes, and they can be super simple. I hang a soft window, not heavy, but a soft window treatment, just a panel. I've softened the edges. I've elongated the room. I've stretched the energy. And also, I've created depth. How shallow we have become. But again, out of habit, though. Mm-hmm. But this is what we were taught. Here's your rectangle sofa. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, keep, keep it on the square. Keep, right. Yeah. Even though we're square. round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's sit you on this. Is, is that called the round peg in the square hole? <laughs> or, in, in, in feng shui, we like the curve. We like the round, the soft edges. Um, the sharp edges are cutting, you know, it cuts into our energy or the chi that flows throughout our spaces. So we have the chi flowing. We want it to have a smooth flow. So the more a- angles and edges that we have, it's harder for the energy to flow. So the more we round things up, curve things up, the softer it is, the softer the energy becomes really. And that's how we can live a little bit more comfortably and a little bit more harmoniously because the energy is softer. And the interesting part about that is, Kara, is that when we do simple things like putting a round table, everything, every square, everyone, 
it's I, I love walking to homes and every table is square. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just what our nature mm-hmm. is and where we've gone to with our habits. But so, you know, all I do is maybe simply take maybe it, maybe it's a round flower pot, anything round. But what it is is really is it not altering the atmosphere and truthfully it is a feeling. It really isn't I, yes, I'm very good at what I do, and I make things just uh, amazingly an extension of where it is you're coming from. I really believe I do that, and I'm, like I said, I feel very comfortable and very natural at what I do, and I'm very, um, be, you know, the, it's a beautiful end result, but I really believe what I do is help people alter their atmosphere so that they then, again, can have someone like yourself come in. And take them to the next step. And transform their surroundings. What you're doing is transforming their surroundings or their environment and improving them. And why? And you do that because you want to improve their lives. You want their lives to be better. You want them to be happier. And you want them to live. In a- I want to be better. Yeah. I want to be happier. Exactly. exactly. Who doesn't want right, that? Right. It's so simple but so powerful. And that's what's so amazing about feng shui. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Cara, believe it or not, we're going to take another break. (laughs) But when we come back, I want to talk about how we disperse the footprint that we've created. And again, how do you help us do that? Okay, we'll come right back with Cara with the, uh, um, the movement of feng shui and the energy in our life. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is outspoken former congressman and one of our country's most prominent gay public figures, Mr. Barney Frank. He'll be with us to talk about the Supreme Court's ruling on DOMA and how the Obama presidency is doing in its second term. Don't miss Barney Frank this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel. Leading the way for your success.
are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minnett or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. So we are here today talking with my guest, Kara Gallagher, Certified Feng Shui Consultant. And Kara, I want to tap into what you're calling a carbon footprint, green living, or living green. (laughs) And that goes back to the philosophy of wabi-sabi, like living with what you have, living simplistically. And think about, what are we leaving behind? What are we leaving for our children? Are we leaving them more junk and more stuff? Or are we leaving them more memories and, you know, happier times, things that they can take with for the rest of their lives? Not so much material things, but more of um, the times that we shared with them. And so we get into the furniture that we're holding on to. And maybe it is that table. And we've always had that table in our entryway, like you say. Mm -hmm. And we've always had it there. And our kids are accustomed to it. And it's kind of tradition. And we've always had it. Well, we don't really like it. So why do we have to hold on to something that we don't enjoy? And that comes back to our personal taste. What makes us happy and what makes us feel good? And that's the reason why we do feng shui. And that's why you do your design, your Mm -hmm. design aesthetic, your interior. We do it because we feel better. And we want to feel better. And we want to appreciate the items that we do have around us. So why are we holding on to things that don't really make us feel good? And a lot of times those items can be clutter, even though it might be a beautiful painting or a gorgeous, um, you know, chair. If it's not our grandmother's vase, uh (laughs) but if it's not our style and it's not what we prefer, that's clutter. Anything that does not bring a positive connotation or make us feel better is clutter. So I always say clutter can be beautiful sometimes. It doesn't always have to be, you know, a a pile of clothes or um, dishes in the sink. It can be um, that gorgeous living room set that you inherited, but you don't really like the style of it. Um, There's nothing wrong with passing it on. Passing it on to somebody who might appreciate it is a great start. Finding somebody maybe in your family or friend that always liked it, and maybe that might be, you know, their gift. Yes. Beautiful gift. And then using what we do have and finding something that does appeal to you, what makes you feel comfortable. And so you spend more time in that room, you know, getting more comfortable furniture or something that's more inviting um, and using that. So we end up using the living room a little bit more than um, just walking by it and, you know, saying, oh, there's a, you know, set of furniture that I'm not crazy about, but. It was passed down to me. I feel like I need to hold on to it, a family obligation. And we can break free of that as we age and we get older. It's okay to appreciate our ta- our tastes and our style and what we like. It's okay to, t- to say no or it's okay to change things up. There's nothing wrong with it. And I think it just helps us. It helps us in aging. It helps us stay young. It helps us to stay fresh and also, you know, um, sharp with the mind and keep us, you know, something new and something different. And so maybe we don't need to move, but we do have a new house with new furnishings and like you say new positioning like re, uh, repositioning the furniture can give a whole new look to a room and so something as simple as that is moving things around or changing rooms around you know maybe using a room for a different purpose absolutely we repurpose a lot of things we don't think about but also Kara, don't you find that we um as we grow through our life we are self if we have the courage to acknowledge it, our life is always changing. Why wouldn't we allow ourselves to change our atmosphere as we're changing? Isn't that part of the growth? And isn't that what you help people do? 
Exactly. And we do. Today is, um, you think about our day is constantly changing, constantly evolving. No day is the same. Um, even like if you think about our yards, we look at our yards, the grass grows every day, the flowers grow. So that's a change in our outside environment as well as our inside environment. And think about the mail that comes in, the newspaper that comes to our door. That's something new and that's something changing. Think about when you go to the store and you pick up a couple items. That's something, you're bringing something new into the house, changing the house. So it is, it's right along the lines of our aging and aging great gracefully aging in place um, and enjoying our environment and, and appreciating that great environment that we do have. That beautiful home, like you say, a picture window that has a great view. Why aren't we utilizing it? Why aren't we positioning the furniture so we enjoy it? You know, right. you might walk into a, a client and go, they have a beautiful picture window, but the furniture is faced away from it. Not but I'm facing the fireplace. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, which is fine. Yeah. But you have a great focal point. Use what you have and appreciate, you know, what you what has been given to you and enhance that and really step it up and make it stand out. Don't we also, though, uh, so uh, the people in our life, I mean, whether we've had children or even pets or mm-hmm. our, our, our partners, our spouses, don't we sometimes hold back, Kara, appreciating ourselves and allowing ourselves these changes because we're afraid. We're afraid for a lot of reasons, aren't we? We don't want to disappoint anybody and we don't want to scare anybody. And feng shui can be very disruptive. And I tell my clients this, um, you know, I give them, you know, when I come in for a consultation, I give them um, a suggestion. I always say it's homework. You know, I take good notes and then I leave them with homework, stuff that they have to work on. And I say, go slow. It's almost like a diet or, you know, uh, a change in life. Go slow. Don't do it all at once. It'll be very disruptive. And the people that notice it or the creatures are the animals because they're so attuned. Right, right. Wait. This is my path. Right. This is how I get to my dog dish. And you changed everything. Right. Wait. <laughs> so you'll notice that. And then children are next because they're closer to the energy and the earth and a little bit more in tune than we are. So if you go in and do everything at once, it could disrupt the whole family dynamics. I can see that. So you want to go slow. And I say, take it slow and take it, you know, one step at a time and do it in gradual stages. And then you're going to stay with it. It'll be a lifestyle that you learn to live with opposed to coming in, changing it all in one day. And then a couple of days later. Don't they don't they say I love this saying it's about the journey not the destination Exactly so so as we're going through these changes we're also we're helping heal ourselves so that we too can enjoy the the next part of our life right we can actually look look forward to it you know and then of course always that big word purging mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting rid of, getting rid of, shedding, shedding, and allowing the new to come in. And that's the reason why we we declutter. And so many people think it's, oh, just to get rid of stuff. But it's a powerful psychological, and you, you know, uh, alluded to that. It's, um, you know, enlightening when we don't have all that dead weight or old memories. Or let's say, you know, we're retired and we have stuff from previous jobs and we're holding on to, let's say, manuals or even, you know, resource materials from uh, jobs that we'll never, the information we'll never use. Um, it's time to purge, to get rid of that, to allow the new to come in, to start your new life, your second chapter in life. You know, look for what's after retirement, what's what's to come down the road in this journey and this um, step that we take. That's living in the moment, isn't it? It is. And that's our Zen. That gets back to living in the moment, appreciate, appreciating what we do have right now and, you know, taking it all in. And Cara, give us just a few samples of some specifics that help us move and open the energy channels 
that we're talking about. I mean, again, I, I know I, our listeners right now are thinking, what are these women, what are they talking about? <laughs> but I've watched, I've actually watched, and I have a funny feeling you have too, the actual reality uh, that these small changes can really have an impact in our life. Definitely. And I touched, the first one was removing the clutter. And once we do that, we see a huge transformation. But going throughout the house, there's certain um, places. If we look at our front door, our front door is considered the mouth of chi or the mouth of energy. So this is where all the energy enters into the space and exits. So we want to make sure that we respect our front door, that it's clean, it's in good working order, um, that we highlight it, that it's nicely painted with a, a bright color that contrasts our house, that it stands out from the street. And the reason why we do this is the good energy, the positive chi is coming down and we want to draw that into our house and with a door that blends in with the house color you're not going to see it so we want something to pop it might be putting flowers outside the front door uh, potted flowers or putting a nice wreath um, but make sure you're mat your welcome mat make sure you have a welcome mat um, make sure you have a resting space you know a lot of people may not have a porch but let's create a resting space and the reason why we do that is we allow the energy to be filtered out through before it comes into the house and we do that on the outside and we also do that in the inside with a foyer we always like to have a resting space inside the house and we always place a table or a chair or a bench where we can rest things and some people tell me i don't have any room i say just simply put up a shelf you know we can do a wall love shelf. it wonderful we can throw our keys on there and it's a place where people know they'll put the shoes underneath so really our front door is one of the most important uh, places but then also look at our our bedrooms where do we spend time where do we rest um this is how we're where do we rest that's a big one and and where are we going to stay healthy getting our, our rest and getting our sleep so we want to rejuvenating sure, exactly so we want to make sure our bedrooms are clean um clutter free that they're very i want to say boring and people kind of laugh they're like why boring you want to sleep in your bedroom we don't want to be doing our our uh, office work we don't want to be exercising entertaining our bedroom should be for sleeping and if you think of hotel rooms they're kind of mundane i was just going to say that the funny thing is, is people really have started to gravitate. We're going to call this boutique hotel. Mm -hmm. But what is it? It's super simplification mm -hmm. and clean and neat and open. Exactly. I, I don't have all these activities going on in, in my hotel room anymore. Right. And you think about it, it. Smells. Yes. The aromatherapy. The aromatherapy. And, right. And that's another. Thank you, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> And that's another thing we use in feng shui is aromatherapy smells. And you alluded to it with the pumpkin pie right. and the baking. But also there's um, certain flowers, certain scents. And at this time of year, smelling, you know, the flowers that are in bloom and the uh, um, aromas that, you know, uh, float through the house can just really uplift your soul. And that's why we do it. That's why we have good scents. And um, we like the, the candles that might have, a um, you know, a scent to them because it uplifts us. It makes us feel, um, or it can relax us. If it's a lavender, um, it can calm us. Um, for a, a mint it can, you know, or a, a citrus, it can, you know, awake us. So we use those smells to um, make our homes um, feel better and smell better, and like you did with the real estate, and that's exactly why we do it. And I think a lot of people think, oh, I have to go get a massage to have my essential oil therapy. Or, but the truth is that we can incorporate these things in our life on a daily basis and very, again, we'll use the word simple, but very simply, even if it is, I mean, my mom – uh, beautiful as she is, she has this little ball. I don't even know what it's made out of twine or something. You know, she'll just sprinkle her, her one of her favorite scents is peppermint. She'll just sprinkle a little peppermint essential oil on that ball. Now, nobody knows she's done this. Mm -hmm. But honest to Pete, you walk into their home and I feel fresh, crisp. I feel 
I actually feel almost enlightened. I want, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and their home is very simple. But here it is. Mm-hmm. I never knew my mother was doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think that, the, again, when we are talking about the movement of energy or changing our atmosphere, it's addressing all five of our senses. Exactly. And tapping into all of that and making us um, feel that, you know, feel that welcoming, feel calm or feel relaxed or enlightened. And that's why we do it. You know, we do it to stimulate us, to um, to get us going. Let's say in the morning, um, you know, sometimes when we're a little bit tired in the morning, maybe it is that peppermint that gets us to awake. <laughs> or at night on the reverse, let's say we're a little wired and we can't fall asleep. The lavender, you know, just gives sure. us a yeah, calming effect. We see that. And it's, it's popping up everywhere mm-hmm. in our life. It really mm-hmm. is. Okay. Well, believe it or not, again, here we are, Cara. We're going to take another commercial break. But when we return, we do have a question um, that came over, and we want to address it um, from one of our listeners. But I also want to just um, peek a little bit more into the overall um, assembly of incorporating daily feng shui, wabi-sabi, and even reiki, which we haven't talked a lot about today. Thanks, Kara. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Marsh Engel Radio is the place for asking the big questions at the center of your success. From ways to fire up a lifestyle of your dreams to the most awe-inspired ideas to launch your entrepreneurial destiny, Marsh Engel Radio is designed to shake up the ordinary, catapult your creativity, and give focus to your passions. Marsh has helped thousands, and she's ready to help you, too. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel. Leading the way for your success. You are listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. If you have a question for Laura Minna or her guest today, please call into the program at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Now back to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Welcome back, everyone. 
Again, we are here with my guest, Kara Gallagher, Certified Feng Shui Consultant, making Feng Shui comfortable, not complicated, and part of our life as we're going through our daily living. Before we get back to going over some calls and emails that did come in, I would like to give a quick promo for next week's show with Kelsey Lucian, President of Elder Care Professionals of Ohio. When there are health and home challenges for an older individual, where do you turn? Elder Care Professionals of Ohio, EPO, has the answers. My guest will be Kelsey Lucian, the president of EPO, a geriatric care management practice specializing in resource and referral services. Ms. Lucian's expertise is in providing the connections for elder care coaching, continuing education, and health care provider support. EPO's goals are to help deal with the challenges of an aging family member, educate, provide support, offer benefit options, and be an entity they can turn to for expedient answers for the well-being of the patient and the caregiver. Her services can be initiated through many corporations, employee assistant programs, and EPO has a network of over 150 member member companies all specializing in some facet of elder care service, over 1,000 individual professionals supporting their mission. Kelsey will share insights of helping people stay in their homes with the many resources available to everyone in every city in the United States and around the world. Um, Okay, now back to my guest, Cara Gallagher. Okay, so during the commercial break, we did receive an email, Cara, which is a question for both of us, and it was sent by Craig from Nashville. Thank you, Craig. Tennessee. I have been listening to your fascinating discussion on feng shui, reiki, and wabi-sabi, and feel that some of these philosophies and healing techniques could make a difference with my mom, who is 78 years old and just lost her husband, my dad two years ago. She seems to be in a rut with not keeping the house as tidy and as it should be, and she still has all my dad's stuff. There is a noted professional like Cara Gallagher that a local social worker recommended to me. How do I convince my mom that feng shui may help with her sadness and clear some of her clutter from her house? All right, Cara. Well, I would begin by talking to his mom about... Does your dad? Your dad does not want you to just sit there and rot away. Your, you know, your father wants your mom to live, you know, live on and continue to live a happy life. Sure. And so I would reiterate or kind of introduce that, mom. You know, you've you've grieved. You've taken your time. Um, now it's to take time for yourself to do that next thing in your life for yourself um, to continue on living. You know, we're, we just don't stop living once we lose a spouse. We we go on. And I think, you know, convincing her that dad wouldn't want you just to sit around and, you know, wallow over the loss, but look forward to the future and look for, for something good to come. That might be the time, you know, to start getting rid of, you know, dad's items and clearing out the clutter. And are there things that dad wanted the children to have, um, to pass on to um, the, the children and the grandchildren? Um, are there things that were, you know, held in the family that it's, you know, time for them to start to appreciate and start to use those items? Um, how many of us have stuff tucked away that we're not really using, but we know someone else could really appreciate it? Oh, absolutely. And that's the beauty of it. It's that's, been in the box or in the mm-hmm. attic for 20 years. <laughs> exactly. And it's serving no purpose. So why not give it to somebody um, where it can be useful and purposeful for that? And I think putting it in that perspective, allowing her, 
um, his mother uh, to realize that, you know, things are, you know, it might have been hard at one time, but now, you know, um, the time has passed. It's time to, you know, pass on um, his things and to get rid of um, his items and think about like maybe the clothes, you know, that um, nobody's wearing anymore, but somebody else could really appreciate having Absolutely. And that doesn't mean that she's letting go of him. I think that that might be one of the greatest fears, that if I get rid of things, stuff that remind me or that I cherished or that were part of our life together, that I'm actually letting go of that beautiful person in my life. But no matter what, we are connection. In fact, through the movement of feng shui, don't we increase that connection to those that are physically here and those that are physically or spiritually somewhere else? Exactly. And that's why we do. And that's why we honor in feng shui. We honor our heritage and our and our ancestors. And for us in the Western world, it's hard for us to understand that because we don't necessarily do that. But in um, Asia, it's, it's something very predominant. It's something that in society that they take care of. And the reason why we do that is because they, our ancestors, our family and our you know friends have laid the groundwork for our success. And we need to honor them. And it's as simple as, you know, hanging up a family picture or, you know, maybe it's that, um, you know, something that was passed down, like China, let's say it was family China passed down, holding on to that China and spotlighting it um, and respecting it, that's holding on to that energy. So when we look at it, we know, oh, that's grandmother's China and we're using it today. You know, grandma and grandpa got that for their um, wedding anniversary or grandma and grandpa got that on their um, their wedding. And so now we're using it. So we're still using their energy and we're respecting it. And the reason why we do that is we want their energy to kind of back us up and to help us through life. Well, sure. It's that going back to that we're not reinventing the wheel, are we, Carl? No, no, it's already there. It's already it's there. Already there. Yeah. We just have to remember. Exactly. And we have to allow. I I have lost be, personal, very, very, very personal, close people in my life. And appreciation of what it is that they've allowed me to experience in my life, that's what I cherish. That's what I hold on to. Even though that one table might remind me of that person, it's truthfully the gifts that they gave me while they were walking this earth. Thank you so much, Cara. This has been a tremendous show. Remember, you can contact Cara by visiting her website, www.caragallagher.com, or email questions to me, laura at lauraminiff.com. Thanks for listening to Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Tune in next week to hear my guest, Kelsey Lucian, the president of EPO, a geriatric care management practice specializing in resource and referral resource services. And our show will be finding answers and resources for your well-being in aging. This is Laura Miniff saying goodbye, have a great day, and enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us this week for Dynamic Insights for Your Home Environment. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Laura Minnef, next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll help you live in your healthiest environment.